On this week's episode of The Fizz, I'm going to catch you guys up with my thoughts on everything that's happened in Detroit sports over the last month because I have not been with you guys. So we're going to do a big catch up here. We're going to talk about March Madness. Um, Also, we're going to run through the Detroit Tigers lineup and see if I can name anyone on it outside of Miguel Cabrera. After that, we're going to close it out with a little over under. Um, Before I get into all that, I do want to tell you about someone who actually doesn't sponsor me, but I enjoy their product. So I'm going to promote them in hopes that one day they actually pay me to promote them. And that is the crispy cool drink of Labatt Blue Light, uh, the official beer of the Detroit Red Wings, and the unofficial but the official beer of Champagne Athletics. It's such a good, cold Canadian pilsner, uh, you won't know what to do when it hits your lips. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, I don't think it's possible to drink less than 15 Labatt Blues in a sitting, um, but it is the only, truly the only Canadian Pilsner for me. Unless you give me a Molson, I'll probably drink that too. But I prefer Labatt Blue. They just went through a rebrand, I think, and their cans are now white, but they're still Labatt Blue, and it's still the best Canadian Pilsner out there. Sometimes they're referred to as Crispy Boys or a Tall Boy, if you get a Tall Boy. But they are a delicious, smooth beer, and if you haven't had one, you should try one or 13 of them because they're delicious. Labatt Blue. Crispy boys. Chalk with straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then pop models. Uh-huh. with yeah. straight shots and then pop bottles. Yeah. Flirt with the hood rats, then Okay, pop we poppin' champagne Chalk like we won a championship game. Look like I got on a championship game. Cause I ball hard. Don't just leave by harder. I am the bird man. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of The Fizz. Thank you all very much for joining me, um, whatever time of the day you are listening. And hey, let me tell you, it feels so good to be back. Um, I haven't done one of these in a month. And boy, oh boy, G. Willikers has a lot happened in a month. The Snakes, my St. Ignis Labatt Blue outdoor hockey team, um, we were champions of the Platinum Division up north. That was pretty fucking wild. That was a month ago. Uh, the Wings traded Goose. The Wings lost 8-1 to one to Montreal. I, I don't want them to forget that. Uh, Ted Lindsay passed away. God rest his soul. Zadina scored his first motherfucking goal in the NHL. Uh, the Lions signed Danny Amendola, which all the ladies love. Trey Flowers, Justin Coleman, and Jesse James. Three of four have Patriot roots. Uh, the Russian 5 movie hit theaters. I have not seen it yet. I will see it uh, this week, and you guys will know when I see it, because I'm going to be probably hooting and hollering about it. I've heard some great things. Uh, Jimmy Howard got another fucking deal somehow. Um, March Madness has started. The NFL coaches took their annual photo, and if that wasn't enough, Tiger Baseball starts today. Today. I'm recording the day before, but when you're listening to this, it's going to be today. Holy shit. That's a lot of shit. 
Um, and on a personal note, there's a lot been going on with me as well. Uh, my dog is scheduled for ACL surgery because he's such an athlete, you know, that he cuts so hard. No, he's, a, he's a pig. It's an English bulldog. Um, I got Taco Bell delivery, um, and one of my taillights burnt out the other day. Um, so, okay, maybe there's not really that much going on in my life so we can we can just stick to sports here so let's go into let's let's go into some rapid fire takes here about uh all of the above that i just kind of whirlwind through uh, but let's let's start with the wings so i'm not gonna lie i really have not been watching too much of them lately due to march madness uh pretty much my entire Sports brain has been consumed by March Madness. Now, of the four major sports, football, baseball, hockey, basketball, hoops is definitely the one that I keep the least track of, but it's not like I don't like it. Uh, Hoops are great, and I will make the argument that March Madness may be the single greatest sporting playoff tournament that there is out there. Now, I am partial to the NHL playoffs because I honestly believe it's complete insanity that uh, that these teams have to win 16 games in four seven game series to win the cup. Um, but that's you know that's why I love it so much. That's you know because it's the cup. It's the fucking Stanley Cup, and that's why hockey guys are some of the toughest guys um, on planet Earth. Um, but the March Madness weekend with the 68 teams, it's just it's just fucking bonkers. I don't know how anyone who is even mildly a sports fan is expected to work during that week. It's nonstop fucking insane basketball. Uh, you know, you toss a little gambling in there and it's amazing. More people's chests don't just spontaneously combust during that weekend. I mean, sweet fuck. If I would have drank any more beers or pounded any more delivery Taco Bell during that weekend, I may have died. Seriously, Sunday night, I thought I was having heart palpitations trying to watch OSU Oregon due to the amount of Labatt cheese and shredded beef that I had in my system. Seriously, fucked up shit. Um, Obviously, I'm super fucking stoked because my boys are still in it. Um, I do think they're going to take down LSU tomorrow. Um, This Tom Izzo shit, okay, this this Tom Izzo shit, let me just say... I'm not into calling people snowflakes, libtards. I'm not into the pussification of America. This isn't a political thing whatsoever. Uh, it's not that fucking deep. It's sports. What this is is a sports. It's a sports thing. It's it's a strictly it's a sports thing. Since the dawn of time, if you ever played sports, you played with kids who were complete pussies. Their moms coddled their every little soft ass injury. Uh, you know, they made sure they had their juicy juice and their moon pie after the game. They laid on the ice every time they caught one on the chin. They got tired quick. Their knees bothered and they always had an excuse. Um, if they ever got hit by a pitch, you got you, you would think they got shot by an AR-15. They were fucking soft. Uh, this is nothing new in the world of sports. There are always parents who think a coach is being too harsh, and that's what happened with this Izzo shit. Uh, people in the media who are dorks of the game, they're number crunchers, they're tweeters, they're pussy Instagrammers like me, uh, you know, they said Izzo was too hard. Pretty much every shitty, no-name media person, media mouth, trying to make a name for themselves, trying to make some, like, fucking statement, said Izzo was too hard. Uh, The ones who didn't were the actual athletes and the people who who, who played for them and currently play for them. Uh, there was one broadcaster after this shit happened 
who said, now, if, now after Izzo had his altercation with Henry, uh, Henry did go down and hit some key baskets. Now, we're not sure if, if, any, if, if those two events have any correlation to each other. What? What? Did you just hear what you fucking said? Henry fucked up. Izzo reacted how he felt necessary as he's been a coach in the NCAA for a, a billion years. And then Henry responded. Now, I am no coach, but I think I have a basic understanding of cause and effect and just human interaction. Something happened, he reacted to it, and Izzo got the result he was going for. Fuck it. Fuck it. Izzo has nothing to apologize for. Go green, go white. I think this bullshit is going to fuel the boys. I think it's already fueled the boys. Um, so just got to go beat LSU. Then we can worry about uh, you know the real big boys from North Carolina, assuming they, uh, they win their game as well. So I totally started all of this out by saying that I was going to do some quick takes and then, uh, and then I, I, I said, I said I was going to do some quick takes and then I said I was going to start with the Red Wings and all I did was scream, uh, for an hour and a half about March Madness, MSU and Izzo. Um, so whatever, here we are. Let's, let's hit some, uh, let's hit some wing shit. So first on the agenda, that we have here is Ted Lindsay's passing. Terrible Ted. Um, I didn't realize how much of an absolute, complete legend this guy was. It's like I did, but I also didn't. Um, My dad always loved him. He said he had the absolute biggest balls in the game and just didn't take any shit from no one, um, on or off the ice. So there's this movie out, an old, real old movie. It's a, it was on VHS when I watched it with my dad. It's, it's called Net Worth. Um, we watched it back in the day. It's pretty dated, but it's all about the life and times of NHL hockey in that era and just how Ted did what he did in starting the NHLPA. And it really highlights how big of a piece of shit Jack Adams was. And, and all, these, all these people really who like we had these trophies named after, these divisions named after, these people were just like, pieces of shit really and obviously they were all in it for money not not that that's changed much in the world today but the players were honestly treated like shit um but ted Lindsay was a visionary for his time um and i heard that he was just likable as all hell um i also heard he was hitting the weight room at like 90 years old um so just an absolutely true hockey god who has now joined the production production line in heaven um, so cheers to you, Ted Lindsay. Thanks for, you know, building up the legend and the aura that is, that is hockey town. Um, next note here about the Red Wings. Uh, the goose is gone. Uh, the goose is gone. He's not loose anymore. He, well, we cut the goose, we cut the goose loose. Uh, you know, it's pretty old news, but he was a good guy. Um, you know, he could score some goals, but it, you know, it was just his time. I, I really feel like he's a part of this Detroit Red Wings, this past, you know, this pretty much any time I feel like there's just like, you know, there's, there's the nineties wings and then there's the early two thousands wings. And then there's like the Zetterberg arrow wings, like the later two thousands. And then like past 2010 is like where we had, like where we are now, like this 2010 to 2009, kind of era or 2019 era is just like there's just these names and I think I think Gustav Nyquist is is just one of those names that's going to be plugged into kind of that like decade of wings mediocrity 
Um, eight years with the squad, you know, not a bad guy. It's, it was just, it was his time. We had some fun saying the goose is loose, but um, I'm happy management was able to, to make a deal. Um, so, you know, what are you going to say? So next note, uh, Zadino buried his first goal. Fucking awesome. Uh, first of a billion, fill their nets. That guy's, he's going to be legit, especially when we pair him with whoever, whoever our pick's going to be. Um, wings are going to be exciting in a few years here. Um, but in a complete opposite note from the goose being cut loose, we resigned, we re-signed Jimmy Howard uh, to a one, a one-year deal. Uh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Can we end, can we end the Jimmy Howard charade? He is, he's been here for a billion years. Um, why, why can't we move this guy? Why? I thought for sure, I thought for sure this was the year. You know, he was an all-star, all that stuff. I mean, I, he stopped like one shot in the all-star shootout. God, that was pathetic. Um, I'm sorry, this guy's just been here for like 14 years, and it's it's just time for him to go. I mean, he, in my mind, he like defines the beginning of the Red Wing mediocrity years. Like, I think he's just kind of the face of it, like – I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't care about the argument of like Osgood had a better team in front of him. I just, he's, he's a very wise person said to me, if nothing changes, then nothing changes. Like I, I don't get why we're keeping him around. Um, and I do see people, you know, who comment and have thoughts on this, um, you know, and they say like, he's the best thing out there. We don't have a legit starter in the farms farm system. Um, how bad can the farm system be? Like we're totally rebuilding. We're in third to last of the entire NHL. Why do we care who we have back there right now? Assuming we have something more than like a wet paper bag. Like, can't they get just a young guy in there who like could be somewhat serviceable and just not pay him and maybe he's awesome. I, I just, I don't understand why we have to pay him the money, but maybe I'm missing something. Honestly, like if there's something I'm missing, let me know somehow. Let me know. But whatever the fucking fucking all stars back. Um, okay, great. Great. This is going well. Um, Lions off season. Let's get into a little bit of Lions chat here. Um, I think I think it's good. I think it's good. I mean, I'm glad moves are being made. Normally, we like to just sit on our thumbs and like trust processes and shit. Um, so, you know, I'm, I think it's good as I sit here, you know, shrugging, pretending the Lions aren't about to like rip my fucking heart out again in five months. Um, but I did see a tweet, okay? saw a tweet that went out about how bad players are after they get their big contract leaving the Patriots. And, you know, literally like 90% of the Lions signings like were could be these people. You know, like Flowers got his big contract. Coleman was a, was a Patriot. Um, I mean, Amendola was like a Dolphin for a year, but he's a Patriot. Um, it's just... Uh, it was it was a it was a scary tweet. Basically, it was just like this guy was really good on the Patriots, got paid, went to some team like the Titans or the Cardinals or something, and just like faded away. Like people I'd never even heard of. Um, so I really just hope that doesn't happen with the Lions. But it's it's so hard 
not to think that that wouldn't happen because it's it's the Lions. Anyways, um, I honestly just like that Quinn Quinn is making moves. Um, if you ask me, uh, if if you want, feel my honest opinion. I think we should have just went absolutely fucking wild. Like we should have got. I don't care about cap space. I'm in, I'm living in fantasy land here. Like Le'Veon Bell, Tony O'Brown, hell, go go get fuck it. Let's go get Kareem Hunt. Um, we have not won in 60 years. Why not bring in the circus? Reel me in some fireworks. Let's go to the carnival. Let's do a whole dog and pony show here. Bring it all to Detroit. Let's bring it to Ford Field. Um, if we're not going to win, at least, like, fucking entertain me. Um, I would love to see, like, a Le'Veon, Antonio, Brown, like, fist fight, scuffle in practice where Patricia tries to break it up and catches one off the, off the chin. You know, just wild stuff. Um, at this point, I just I just want excitement. Um, I just want to be entertained by the team because winning just doesn't seem to be an option. Um, but let's let's also not fool ourselves. I'm also going to cover myself in blue Kool Aid before the season starts, and silver Kool Aid, and I would do really weird stuff to just just win the division. I'm not even looking for a Super Bowl. Hell, let's just make the playoffs. Um, yeah, I do really weird stuff for a couple W's. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, so n- now, now what we're going to do here, we're going we're gonna to take a little look into Tiger Baseball because they start today. So I feel like we should talk a little bit about Tiger Baseball. Um, so Vegas has them at like 68 wins for the season, which is, you know, putrid garbage. I don't think they're going to be around that 49 record breaking win total, but I, I also ha- have no, no clue. Um, we're going to play a little game here. I'm a Tigers fan for sure. Uh, love baseball, played baseball, state champ, no big deal. But, uh, you know, I really haven't kept too much of an eye on them just because they, they stink. And I don't know, lost a little interest, but, you know, this year we're going to try to keep an eye on them but we're gonna play a little fun game here and i'm gonna look at i'm gonna look at the starting lineup and the rotation and the bullpen and see how many players like see how much i know about the players and i don't have any stats up i didn't do any research i'm i'm doing it fucking live we're doing it we're doing it live okay um okay so let's take a look here so leading off for your this is the the projected lineup from from rotochamp.com so your projected Leading off here, Josh Harrison. Uh, he's going to play second base. Um, not going to lie, I did not know that he was a second baseman. I, I know this guy used to play for the Pirates. Um, I think he's a vet. So that's cool. Uh, he's a leadoff guy. Cool. All right, Christian, uh, Christian Stewart, uh, DH, thought this guy was an outfielder. I think this is a young guy that's in the farm system for the Tigers. I think this is a homegrown young guy. Um, you know, what's, what's great about doing a podcast by yourself, uh, which is not, it's, it's not that great. I'd rather have someone with me, but, um, that I can, I can just say anything and I could be completely wrong and no one's, no one's going to say anything to me immediately. At least I might get like a DM or someone making fun of me or laughing to themselves. But, um, I, you know, I could say anything and I could be completely wrong. So Christian Stewart could, could not be from our farm system at all. And Josh Harrison may have not played for the pirates. This, this is me 
genuinely looking into what I know about the Tigers off the top of my head. Uh, number three, Nick Castellanos. Uh, you know, he had a couple sound bites at the beginning. You know, this guy was like supposed to be our all-star, especially when Miggy went down. Uh, he had a couple nice sound bites. Like, you know, he's all for being a tiger. Like we're going to have some fun on this team. Team was like 500 through like, you know, 40 games or something like that. Maybe that's too many. I don't know. Um, but then, you know, he requested a trade. So I don't know. I think his Jersey is too big, which I hate. That bothers me a lot. I think it's too baggy. He looks like an idiot. Um, and if this guy's just going to be our superstar, I think that just kind of smells. I think that just stinks. Um, number four, Miguel Cabrera, uh, obviously the only one that anyone knows, uh, he's 36 now. Um, and he was hurt, uh, for a good portion of last year. Uh, really excited to see if he can swing the stick this year. Cause we're paying him like 30 plus million dollars and we still got him until he's like 42. So here we go. Miggy, um, I think his bit bits, his chocolate bit bits, that was a failed business project as well. If you don't know, Miguel Cabrera started a little chocolate chocolate bit bit company it was called bit bits um and they were like little crunch balls like a crunch bar but like little balls they were pretty good uh they gave them away for free at the game but i think that that business uh venture fell through so all right condelario um hamir jamir i'm saying his name wrong i don't care Condelario, the candy man, uh, my good buddy is really into the Tigers, and he says this guy's legit. I think he's pretty legit. I think he's, like, maybe the hottest dude we got, like, up and coming in the lineup. Um, so candy man playing third base, I think he's kind of hot. Uh, Nico Goodrum, uh, he's in the outfield. Now, at least that's what this thing is projecting. I think he played a little bit of second base last year. He's from the Twins. Um, I think he had a good a pretty decent like surprisingly good year i don't know how old he is so i don't know if this is like an exciting piece of the roster that could be good or just like a fill-in uh grayson griner catcher i don't know anything about this guy i don't know if he's homegrown i don't know if we traded for him i don't know i don't know who grayson i don't know who grayson griner is jordy mercer um, I thought it was interesting that we just let Iglesias walk. Um, I thought he was, like, going to be part of the future. I mean, I'm glad he walked. I thought he was, like, a cocky little shit. He, like, called himself, like, Candelita or some fucking weird shit that I, I didn't get. Um, he called himself that, and I'm, I'm not a big fan of when you give yourself a nickname. But uh, anyways, we're talking about Jordy Mercer here. I think he's a veteran shortstop. I forgot exactly where he used to play. I think he used to be decent. Um, but I think we got him because he plays some pretty good defense. I don't. Don't really think he can swing the stick that well. I mean, that's why he's probably batting eighth. Uh, Mikey Matuk, if you look at him, Mikey Matuk batting ninth, um, if you look at him from a from the correct angle, he kind of looks like Woody Woody Harrelson. Um, that's that's like all I got really. I know he wears number eight. I think I think fans like him. Like the Tigers, like social media try to make him like the fan favorite. Like oh, Mikey. But, I, I mean, he's he's just like a guy who's filling in a spot until we're an actually a good team. So um, let's move on to the starting rotation. Jordan Zimmerman, um, I think he's like 48 years old, and we pay him like $96 million a year. Um, it was like, It's like considered one of the worst contracts in sport, but that's our ace. Um, his fastball barely hits 90 now, so we'll see how that goes. It's been a disaster so far. Uh, Matt Boyd is number two in the rotation. I'm pretty sure that's haunting. Um, his fastball is right around 90 miles an hour as well. Um, I hope he doesn't suck. That's all I got. Uh, Tyson Ross, I don't know who you are. That's all I got. Matt Moore, 
Uh, Matt Moore, fourth in the rotation. Don't know much about you at all. I think you were the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins for a little bit. I'm pretty sure there was a Matt Moore quarterbacking for the Miami Dolphins. Pitcher, that's all I can think. Okay, Spencer Turnbull. No clue who you are. Uh, I think you might be actually starting our home opener, I heard, which is devastatingly disappointing. Um, Used to be, you know, like Verlander um, or even like Kenny Rogers or like Scherzer or David Price or even Rick Porcello. But now we have Spencer Turnbull. I mean, hey, maybe he'll be good, Um, but that's exciting. That's really, that's that's pretty exciting. Um, Let's take a look at the bullpen. All right, so Shane Green looks to be our closer. I've heard of him. He likes to blow games. Um, that's not exciting at all. Daniel Norris, um, I think he's gone from the bullpen to starter a few times. Um, okay, Buck Far. Oh, no, Daniel Norris is hot. I think girls think he's attractive. I think that's the biggest draw to Daniel Norris. Um, okay, Buck Farmer, I can't believe that name is still on the team. Uh I I remember his name. I I can't tell you much about him. Joe Jimenez. That was our all-star last year. I think he's pretty good, upcoming, and exciting. I think he's one of the bright spots in the bullpen. So that should be fun. Blaine Hardy. I don't think his fastball can go more than 80, like 87 miles an hour. Um, So he'll get rocked and he'll have a rough go of it. Uh, Daniel Stumpf. I remember him because the name, the last name Stumpf. Um, S-T-U-M-P-H Stump um, That is like a fake name That's like the name That's like what I would Like what is that? What is that? That's the name of like a turd Stump um, That was that was pretty lame That was a pretty lame joke I'm sorry But he He can't be exciting or good By any stretch of the imagination um, And I think You know I could look at the bench Who's on the bench of this team? You can't be pretty You can't be that good If you're on the bench Oh John Hicks John Hicks I actually know John Hicks He's on the bench he is um, the backup catcher, but he'll hit some dingers. He'll hit some shit, which is which is kind of fun. Um, and then, yes, Jacoby Jones. Um, he's an exciting outfielder. I hope he gets some time. He's kind of a fun guy. I think he got suspended for doing Molly or some sort of methamphetamine, which is kind of which is kind of funny. Young guy, but you know, hey, what are you gonna do? Um, so he's on a ten day injury list with a sprained right shoulder, is what I'm reading right now. Um, so that's your 2019 Detroit Tigers. Um, I'm really excited to go to some Tigers games though I have a lot of fun at the games Uh, I used to watch them a lot more when they were better Um, I'll try to be a better fan and not so bandwagon So we can at least suffer through the season together But who knows You know, you gotta play the games The 06 06 Tigers were supposed to stink And you know what? They fucking rocked And they went to the World Series And they lost in 5 games to the Cardinals But that season was magical And no one, I mean no one expected them to be good so you got to play the games. Maybe some people have some big years and, you know, we'll be here and we're going to be really excited to watch them. Eat them up, Tigers. Eat them up. Ma, the meatloaf! Fuck! Okay, you wild sons of bitches. How we're going to close this show is how we normally close the show. And we're going to do a little game called Over Under. And if this is your first time tuning in, uh, the way we do this is I have someone... But it's always my friend Jerry. Sometimes I used to have other people send it to me. Now I just go with Jerry. Maybe I'll get some other people involved. I explained that for way too long. My buddy Jerry sends me ten, a list of ten things. 
to my email. I don't look at the email until, until we're here, until we're live on the air. Um, and then I read the thing. I tell you if the thing is overrated or underrated. And then I tell you why I think that. Pretty simple. Uh, my buddy Jerry lives out in Cleveland. He's an accountant. And he's a little bit overweight. He's kind of pudgy. Um, and I think he looks weird when he wears his glasses sometimes. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Just wanted to give you a little background on Jerry. All right, here we go. Got the email open, not looking at a thing. Oh, Jerry added a little picture to his Gmail. That's kind of fun. All right, looking good. That's a nice headshot. It looks like it's from high school, Jerry. That is an old photo. That looks like our high school senior pictures. Okay, whatever. Over Under begins right now. Number one on the list. St. Paddy's Day. St. Paddy's Day just passed. Now, this is a really tough one for me to answer. This was the first year I did not get belligerently blacked out for St. Paddy's Day um, since, uh, you know, I was like 18. So St. Paddy's Day is is completely – it depends on how old you are. Like if you're in college, St. Paddy's Day is underrated. St. Paddy's Day is like the mecca. It's the top of the mountain. It's like the best thing ever. And I went to Michigan State, so it was always March Madness. So sometimes you'd get – like a game, a huge game, the same weekend as St. Paddy's Day. This year it was Michigan, Michigan State to win the Big Ten title during St. Paddy's Day. I mean, that is just like burn the house down excited. That's underrated. That's underrated St. Paddy's Day. One time it was 70 degrees at Michigan State and we were partying on a roof. I thought people were going to fall off. It was, it was true college bliss. In that sense, it was completely underrated. Uh, it was you couldn't overrate it. It was too good. It was the mecca of fun. Uh, now, now it's completely overrated. I, a couple of years after graduating, I, I like tried to go to O'Toole's with a couple buddies. Like someone, some guy dropped like a mug down my back. Uh, you know, I got in, I got in a fight with my fiance. It, it was just stupid. I was an idiot. I'm losing my hair. I just needed to go like lay down and drink some water. So now it's completely overrated because my hangovers last like four days now and if I drink like I used to drink in college not only does the hangover last like four days it like takes it takes a piece of me away that I'll never get back it like steals something from me mentally that I can never never get back so from like college to like a few years after college it's it's underrated after it's it's overrated depending on how you approach the holiday all right number two Taro Hiroshi. Jerry, I don't know who this is. Um, I, I apologize. I, is, is this guy on the wings right now? I told you I haven't been following. Um, it says four assists in four games. I'm guessing that's good. Uh, this sounds like a Red Wing. And this is bad fan alert. This is shitty guy to follow for the Red Wings. Sounds like he's playing well. I've been watching Martin Madness. I'm going to go underrated. Sorry, Jerry. I don't know who the fuck it is. Number three, Taco Bell delivery. Oh, sweet fucking Jesus. You hit me right in the fucking dick with this one. Um, so for those of you who haven't been following, yeah, I got Taco Bell delivery uh, at like 1 a.m. on, you know, Saturday night, Sunday morning, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I already had eaten dinner, and I probably drank like 40 beers during the day. Um, and this, I don't know what it was. I mean, I love Taco Bell. I do. I'm not dogging it at all. But we got this shit delivered. I did not need to get this shit delivered. And I wanted to die. I wanted to die the next morning after I ate it. I was writhing in pain due to this Taco Bell. Too much shredded beef, too much cheese. 
Um, I got a cheesy gordita crunch, uh, a crunch, no, a cheesy gordita crunch, two soft tacos, and a quesadilla. And I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. Um, so I think my new rule is if I ever get Taco Bell delivery, I'm just going to put in the note section. I'm going to write a note. You know, they got a little note section. It says, you know, any special instructions for delivery. I'm just going to say, could you please have the delivery driver call me a piece of shit as he hands me the bag? So Taco Bell delivery is overrated. It's, it's overrated. I'm sorry. I, I know it's a surprise, but right now I'm, I'm, I'm still feeling the heat from it. I'm sure I'll get it in the near future, but I, I apologize for all my Taco Bell lovers. I, I do love Taco Bell. Chino pants. Chino pants. I'm going to say Chino pants are underrated. Um, I like I like Chino pants. I think people are still wearing them. I, I mean, I have a pair of Chinos. They're great. They're, like, kind of dressy, but they also got some structure to them. So you're not, like, like wearing, like, pleated fucking khakis like Jerry probably wears to work every day as a tax guy. Um, you know, like, wide-set pleated khakis, like, nice pair of Dockers slacks if you will um so chinos are good I, you know they're they're pretty slim fit you know they're they're, they're like loose but you're still kind of like dressy I, I think i like chinos chinos are cool all right number five so with chinos underrated chinos underrated number five the aaf um the aaf um the aaf like sucks right like i i, I haven't watched a game I, I think it blows ass it sounds like checks are bouncing and the league's gonna fold um, is Johnny Manziel over there? I mean, I'd, I'd, I would watch Johnny Manziel, but, I mean, he's a wreck too. Um, the Eminem tweet was pretty cool, talking about bringing a team to Detroit, but I, I honestly don't want a team to come to Detroit. I think Eminem's tweet was funny about letting them fight, and I do agree with Eminem that if they let them fight like hockey, people would watch. But, I mean, at that point, let's just give them knives. Like, let's just give them knives, and it's just like a knife fight. And like, it's just – there's no real – there's like a ball out there, but they just – fight with knives um so the aaf is completely overrated um i just think it sucks ass so i think i think football outside of the nfl and like college just needs to cease i mean i'm like like, entertainment paid for football high school football can happen youth football but like just stop trying to make these other seasons like they don't work but they are fun to make fun of so fuck it you know whatever keep making them checks are bouncing league stinks What what are you gonna do AAF overrated. Okay, number six, going fishing. Um, going fishing's over overrated. I'm sorry. I just like I like going on a boat. I like drinking on a boat. But like as far as like being into catching fish, not really my bag. Um, many uh, if you if you know me at all, I'm not really a big outdoorsy guy. Um, don't don't really know what to do with a gun. Um, you know, call me a pussy, whatever. I just I'm not a big outdoors guy, city boy. Um, like my like my mainstream sports. Um, fishing's cool if like I can put the rod in and like you tell me when to reel it. Um, but I don't, I don't really want to like do a lot of work. I like drinking on boats, going fishing. It's really not, not, not my bag, not my thing. I'm going to say going fishing's overrated. Number seven, sleeping naked. Um, I, I don't get the studies of like, you know, sleeping naked is like so healthy for you. Like let your, let your skin breathe or some shit. Um, I think sleeping naked is, is overrated. Uh, maybe I'm soft as shit, but I like to have a little like pair of shorts on and maybe like a loose fit and tee. Uh, that's just me. That's my preference for sleeping. Sometimes when I sleep naked, you know, I just kind of like sweat a lot and like, I just feel like there's a lot of skin all over my bed. 
Um, this sounds pretty lame. You know, I mean, if you just, if you just had sex, by all means, you know, sleep naked with the, the, the partner you've chosen for the evening or your partner that you've chosen for life, whatever, that's great. But normally I like to wear a pair of shorts and like a t-shirt or something. So, um, yep. That's where I'm at with that. Sleeping naked's overrated. Uh, number eight, TikTok. I have no clue what it is, but not the Katy Perry song. Okay. So I think, I think what Jerry's going for here is there's a new social media thing with the word tick in it or like tick, 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 tock. Um, and then his like joke attempt was like not the Kesha song, but he put Katy Perry in there. Um, that was like his like, oh, I don't know what the song is. I don't know who the song's by. Like, I don't, I don't know, but he knows, he knows that's a Kesha song. Um, and he's not talking about the song. He's talking about the app. I have no clue what it is either. It's, it seems like a, like a half-ass attempt to be Vine. I'm going to just say overrated because I don't know what it is, but who knows? And fucking two months I could be on it. I don't know. I don't know what the kids are doing these days. I'm going to say overrated. Number nine, gambling on March Madness. Oh my God. Gambling on March Madness is fucking so overrated. I'll never stop doing it, but it's so overrated. I was killing it day one, just absolutely murdering it. And now I'm just cold as shit. I mean that you could just end number nine at gambling period. Gambling period is overrated. But I love it so goddamn much. It's such a goddamn rush. Um, but yeah, no, March Madness is crushing me, and I think it's crushing all my friends too. So we're all crushed. Uh, gambling on March Madness is overrated, but I'll never stop doing it because it's too much fun. All right, number ten, last one: roller coasters. Oh my god, Jerry put together a list that just makes me seem like the biggest aging pussy on earth. So whatever, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Roller coasters, I think are completely overrated. Uh, I do not, I do not enjoy a roller coaster. Uh, it's not because I'm scared of it. It's because I'll throw up. I will throw up riding the roller coaster. I will throw up in the middle of it. Don't sit by me. Don't sit next to me. I'm going to throw up. And then when I get off the ride, I'm going to be a nightmare to be around because I'll, I won't stop throwing up. I won't be able to walk straight. I get motion sickness pretty bad. Maybe if someone fed me a Dramamine, I'd be a little better, but I got to be honest with you. I don't think I would. And at this point in my life, I am just not going to spend my money to like go to Cedar Point um, or any sort of roller coaster thing. I'd much rather do other shit like, I don't know, go to a sporting event. But um, I know that bums, bums my fiance out, but I'm sorry. I think roller coasters are just so fucking overrated. So I'm the biggest lame ass in the world. Um, pretty much anything cool on the list I said was overrated. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for episode 18 of the fizz. I really do appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, please follow me on Twitter. Uh, I don't have a lot of Twitter, Twitter followers. I'm trying to be better at it. So if you could follow me on Twitter, I'll try to entertain you there. Um, go to champagneathletics.com and purchase some merchandise, uh, champagneathletics.com. Click the shop button, check out the shirts Get a gift for your pals. Um, The number one social that drives Instagram or that drives the uh, Champagne Athletics brand is the Instagram. That's at Champagne Athletics. Um, And then share the fizz with a friend. Uh, I would really enjoy that and see if they get a kick out of it. Um, If not, I'll go fuck myself. But hey, I really do appreciate everyone tuning in. Uh, Again, follow me on Twitter. That's at it's Champletics, C-H-A-M-P-L-E-T-I-C-S. Um, or you can just search Champagne Athletics and I should be the only one that comes up, God forbid. But hey, thanks for tuning in, guys. 
Uh, go Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, all that stuff, and go green. Sorry, my Michigan friends. I will see you guys later. Thanks. Bye. Hopped out of the Uber. Uber. I was feeling myself. Had the polo with the bolo. I did. With some meal on the belt. Ooh. Walked up to the bouncer. What's up, man? Whole squad on stealth. Macklemore. He said, Macklemore. Who? It's me. You gotta wait like everybody else. Should've stayed on the sofa. Forgot I hate being social. And I miss my ex girl. This Drake song making me emotional. I'm feeling awkward as hell. I only came here to dance. The DJ ain't playing the cuts. And what do I do with my hands? Roll with the punches and hold my Red Bull up. And I toast the nights like this that I probably won't remember much. About to pull that Irish goodbye. Grab my stuff, about to cut. And the DJ yells, Macklemore in the house.